Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, I am off to uh, meet someone who's um, the partner of a friend of mine. And there's an old joke that when you... um, How can you tell somebody went to Oxbridge? And the answer is, you don't have to because they'll tell you in the first five minutes. And I met this chap and it was only a couple of weeks later that my friend told me he'd been to Oxford and I couldn't believe it because everybody I had met before that, oh that's handy someone's just started drilling as soon as I've started recording Um, everyone else I'd met that had come from Oxbridge had told me about it in the first five minutes Um, told me how the rest of their life had completely failed to live up to the experience and uh had had an air of self-assuredness that I don't feel this chap has. And um, we talked about it one day and he said that his father was a milkman, his mother worked in a shop, and he had basically, you know, not a posh school, remotely not a grammar school, he just sort of decided that that's what he wanted to do and he got himself there. And more and more of the Oxbridge colleges are now... uh, thankfully recruiting uh, looking for, actively looking for um, young people from a state school background and uh, I thought it'd be interesting bearing in mind the time of year and that people's children might be heading that way shortly um, what it's like to be the working class child at the working class student at Oxford and also what it's like when you've been the top of a very a big fish in a very small pond to suddenly be swimming with possibly bigger fish uh anyway we'll see what happens and um i hope you enjoy it bye you passed english and maths early yeah i did uh maths at the age of in june 86 was that gcse no o level are you older than me the proper stuff yes are you older than me yes how old are you then? In 1971, I'm 49. Ah. I was the last crop to do O-levels. Ah. Um, so yes, I did maths in June 86 and English O-level in November 86. And you got A's? A's, yeah. yeah. And then? And then did statistics in a year. 
very easy statistics. Yeah, right. <laughs> At that level, it is. So, what? Because what does your father do? What did your father do? Yeah, milkman. He was a milkman. Yeah. Had anyone in your family been to university? No. no. Why did you you did you decide you were going to go to Oxbridge, or did they decide, or what happened? Uh, well, it was sort of rather. Um, oh, there's a thousand cyclists. Yeah. Oh God. This come is on, the Tour Basil. de France. They're lost. <laughs> um, Basil, come over here. So basically, uh, at Sixth Horn College, the deputy head asked if anyone was interested in applying to Oxbridge. And um, there were two of us, really, in the end. I think if he'd had no chance and come forward and said, yes, I'd quite like to go, they might well have put you off. So there's me and another chap. We both did... Uh, a-level and politics together, you, actually. Hang on, you were at a grammar school? No, no, no. no Normal no. state school? Normal state school. Okay. Um, and then went to Six Horn College. Um, same uh, Six Horn College as Peter Bowles. The actor? Yes. Huh. Um, so Peter Bowles is one of their great alumni. Probably one of their lesser ones, although probably equally as famous, was uh, dear old Shipman. No! <laughs> You went to Harold Shipman's sixth form college? Yes, and his primary school. Had the interview at Hartford, um, which was incredibly frightening. Was it? Uh, yes, I mean, I remember, I mean, this could have gone one of two ways, but I remember saying to one of the two interviewers um, as I started, I am incredibly frightened. <laughs> now, that could have been, you know, they could have done Finally, the right crap. They don't really want. They don't really want this one. But no, I think it. I think that's quite a good with, thing with, to say because you're saying I'm not normally like this. I am. Stuart, it worked. I mean, I, right. I, you know, I was wearing a jacket that wasn't mine. It was Dad's. I was wearing a clip-on tie. Oh. Which was Dad's because Dad, Dad didn't wear ties. He had to borrow a tie for his own wedding. So there I am, sitting in this. Someone else's jacket someone else's and someone jacket, else's tie. Dad's jacket. Dad's clip on tie, answering these questions on stuff that you've been given, I think it was the night before, yeah. to read. Um, which is basically, I don't remember them asking many personal questions. Maybe they did. I think I was just so focused on trying to answer the questions on the paper that they What were the, did you, did you see any of your fellow interviewees? Did it ever cross your mind that you might be out of place? Or that you might not enjoy it because you might feel out of place? Or was it just no, about the work? No, I, I don't think I even considered it. There was a certain amount of, you know, pride in wanting to get in there. Right. And then getting in there. Probably about a week or so later, so not long before Christmas, the letter arrived. And you open it and they say, oh yes, we're making you an unconditional offer, please get two E's. Wow! Because Unconditional! In, yeah, because in those days, you had to get you had to have two A-levels in order to obtain a grant. Right. So that's why they asked for two E's. Which basically was just a... Yeah. Know, they wanted you, but they wanted you yeah. to be able to afford it. Yeah. Um, and how could you afford it? Well, I mean, I got a full grant. Right. Um, and in those days... Good old days. Yeah, yeah what well, it was, you know... I actually don't know how I survived, probably because I didn't 
And I'm sounding like an alcoholic, but I didn't drink right. as much as, you know, or go out as much. <laughs> like we all go out now. Um, You've read Decline and Fall, right? Yes. Was it like that? Were you like Paul Pennyfeather, having his rooms trashed and... No, no, I mean, the thing is... Hang on a minute. First of all, what did your parents say when you said, I've been given an unconditional offer to Oxford? Well, they were, they were very happy. I mean, the poor dad had had to wait all day after the thing had arrived. Because dad, being a milkman, used to get home at half nine, ten o'clock. Right. And I think by those days... Oh, I see. So the post came and oh, then he yeah. couldn't open it. No. Oh, no. I would have been at High Haven. Yeah. Uh, Was there a celebration? Uh, not, not... I mean, they were, they were very happy. I mean, it was not... You've met my parents. They're not fantastically demonstrative. They don't do high expressed emotion, really, <laughs> do they? I mean, that's not to say, you know... Never any shortfall in support from them or yeah. knowing how much they love me. It's just that they're, yeah. they're not demonstrative. They just don't say it. Yeah. OK, so off you go then to... Oxford, with your belongings packed up in a little red and white spotted handkerchief. Did your parents drop you off, or how did you get oh there? Oh, God, yes. No, 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 no. They, they drove me. Dad, in particular, still dines out. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so a- anything to do with, with Oxford that comes up on television or whatever, he'll send me a text about it. Oh. Regular devotees of... Come here, mister. Morse. Oh, really? Lewis. <laughs> because they like trying to recognise. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, same here, you know. And I was quite homesick. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'd never really been away that much. And I was, a, to use the phrase, quite a bit of a homebody, to be honest. Yeah, so the first, I think probably two or three weeks after I'd gone down, they, came, they all came down to visit me. And I could see how upset they were when they left. It made me even more upset. Oh. So I went to see Star Trek V to cheer me up. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that particularly worked. <laughs> I made one really good friend there. And then uh, friends with other people. So it was... And she was from a... Her dad was a garage mechanic. Because all the, you know, there's that old joke about how can you tell if someone, how can you tell if someone went to Oxbridge? Mm. You don't have to because they'll tell you in the first 30 seconds. The only people I know that went to Oxbridge apart from you were actors, Mm. are actors. Mm. So I've got no idea what the experience is like (laughs) because my only, uh, you know, bloody brides had revisited yeah. and yeah. you know all the emma thompson-y lot yes footlights yes and the um oxford union and that's it well there was that that went on you know um but i was never involved in any of that who who were your contemporaries there god what in, in entertainment things entertainment things well Mm. No, you definitely won't be able to use this. But um, I will. So, uh, well, <laughs> Krishna Guru Murthy was at the same college, wasn't he? Ah. 
he drove a ruddy sports car. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also remember him having one of the very early mobile phones. Oh. I mean, you are more of an observer anyway, aren't you? Yes. yes. So you're not somebody that would want to be no. part of the cool kids, no. would you? No, And, and <laughs> certainly at the, t- at the time, um, the, our law group had a bit of a reputation for not being fashionable. <laughs> um, right. You wearing tweed jackets at Elbow. Now that probably would have been quite the, fashionable. No, no, that would have been more fashionable. Yeah. No, no, it was, I mean, I look at some of the bloody jumpers and trousers I wore. <laughs> but it wasn't just me, you know, the others had the reputation of not wearing, you know, for not being particularly. So you were the nerdy on geeky. On point. No. <laughs> you were not on fleek. Yeah. So you were the, you were the nerdy geeky group. Yeah, well, don't you know. <laughs> I think even that probably elevates it too much. <laughs> I think it was more, yeah, more reputation of having absolutely no style whatsoever. <laughs> I think it was, you know, really managed to cultivate a certain degree of... An anti-style, yeah, just, yeah. just no, none. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> um, but we had a lovely... That, that irritating noise, listeners, is some overgrown schoolboys playing with a... Do- <laughs> is there... It's not my interview, it's... Um, a load of overgrown schoolboys playing with a pretend helicopter. Bless. Oh. You know, we worked very hard, and there was, you know, I have to say, not so much the. Um, it wasn't so much noticing hugely posh people, although there were, but fewer of them yeah. at my college. It was more. Probably the first time I'd come across uh, people who were brilliant. Right. In their mind. You know, I, I'd been. You fate- must have been. Yeah, well, I'd been fated from a young age. Yeah. <laughs> like know. Caesar. It's, it's, it's incredibly <laughs> difficult to say this without. Well, it doesn't matter, does it? It's anonymous. No one knows. Crap. Go ahead. But, you know. I know at, you're a massive show off. Prim- it's fine. <laughs> I know. You're the least massive show off I've ever met. primary school, you know, I. Rather annoyed one day because we were supposed to be having uh, playing games that afternoon. It was a Wednesday, and I couldn't take part, even though at that time I had been ten and I had a particular crush on one of the girls in my class at that, <laughs> that age. And what was her name? Tracy. Tracy. Mm. Tracy what? You can use this. I she's in Australia now. She's not like to hear this. Cheatham. Tracy Cheatham. Tracy, uh, he's still carrying a torch, <laughs> love. And. Uh, so that was a good time, you know, spend time with her. Games. Bouncing netballs off her head and running away games, laughing. Yes. Yeah. So I couldn't do it that afternoon because I'd been taken to one side because there was a, I don't even know what the magazine was called. Come on, I know you're too hot. There were two interviewers from a magazine who were going around the country interviewing gifted children. Wow. Yes. You know, first 18 years, <laughs> very easily. And then you get to university and suddenly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not special you're, you're anymore. Not, you're, not <laughs> <laughs> you're not all that, son. <laughs> you've got the brilliance of mind that um, uh, is out there. So where was all the raucous socialising? Oh, I the... an awful lot of raucous socialising. This was it. You know, the, the bar, and that was about it. I retreated a bit into myself and took refuge in watching 
films. I look better now. I think, well, you know, you're doing better off getting out a bit more. Did you feel like you were sort of watching life as well? Because it sounds like you were observing everything, not yeah, just films. Yeah, yeah, it was all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I didn't... Stand. I didn't starve in a lonely garret and, you know, not see anybody. Coughing up blood on your sofa. <laughs> With the white death. <laughs> no. I think I could have done more and, and got more out of it. And you think doing it later would have helped? Yes. Yes. Or, or going back in a time machine and saying, look, no, no. Get out and <laughs> do a bit more. Get off that sofa if, if go and talk to people. You'll regret it a bit if you don't, which I do. When you were at university, did you ever feel ashamed of your parents? No, no. no did you ever I, feel worried about them or anxious I, I about them? I behaved incredibly badly at my graduation. Did you? Yes. Hold on a minute. Yes. Come on, Basil. What happened? For whatever reason, I just didn't treat them very well. What do you a- mean? Along the lines of what you've just been talking about. So it was all... Never been you were showing ashamed, off? Never been ashamed of them in my life. But for some reason, that day, I was... Well, they're, they're here on sufferance for me. Right. Which is ridiculous, because I don't think that... Well, what did you do? There's a good friend of mine, Ian, uh, at that time, who was the boyfriend Stand. at that time. I mean, his, his dad, Charlie, was, you know... Dirt poor Irishman. Right. Who, you know, you could tell felt really uncomfortable. Right. Being there. Yeah. And yet he behaved perfectly well with him and was, you know, brought him into the conversation. Was really and me. I have no, still to this day I have no idea why I was quite so not involving them and. So you just left them standing there. Yeah, didn't really involve. You know, they. they... So why did you do that? I have no idea. Was it your own anxiety just projected yeah, onto them? I think it was. I think it was. And it probably wasn't, as you said, if they said it was okay. No, they say, I mean, I think they'd tell me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've met your dad, I think he'd tell me. Yeah, yeah, I was in, a, for whatever reason, a really weird, grumpy mood. And didn't enjoy it. Yeah, just, and you took it out on them? Yeah. And that was supposed to be like the climax of <laughs> yeah, everything, yeah. them feeling yeah, yeah. really happy for you. Yeah, and as I say, I think, you know, they'd have told me by now. I think they enjoyed it far more than I did. For whatever reason, I was on edge. But right. I don't know why I was on edge. Well, you know. I do wonder maybe it's because we were having to get back. And maybe that was partly because I knew some of the others were carrying on and having a bit more of a celebration later and we were, we were going back. Going so back to Nottingham? Yes, yeah, so maybe it was that. What, what did going back mean? Oh, going home. So yeah, I know, but what did that represent for you? Come on, Basil. No, I think it just rep- I think the fact... Right, you've yeah. had your fun. Come on, yeah, maybe real was, life now. Yeah, maybe it was the fact I'd missed. I wasn't able to go on and celebrate. And you blame them? Yeah. yeah. Subconsciously? Yeah. Why couldn't you have stayed for longer? I don't know. That's what I mean, guys. It's not even rational to blame them, is it? <laughs> I suspect. It's, I don't know, whatever it was, maybe it was because it was a, uh, a closure and I hadn't got a job at that point and I think that was gnawing away. Um, 
maybe it was a bit of a burden of expectation. It was kind of like, right, Mr. Big Shot, you've done it now. What are you going to do yeah, now? Yeah. And From thinking, yeah, yeah, shit, actually, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because... And you're not in a position where daddy can get you into his no, chambers or no, whatever. No, and that was what I wanted to do. Could have got your milk round. That might have been good. <laughs> you're well, not very good in the mornings, well, though, are you? Of course, in those days, that's what it was called, wasn't it? What? The whole job business. When they came was the milk round, the yeah. Milk round, oh. Which I didn't take part in. Which probably should have done. And it was, you know, I, I'd gone there wanting to be uh, Robert Donat. And the Winslow boy. Yeah. Or saving or, uh, the or shining McKern as Rompol, you know. The shining torch of British justice. Yes. And I got there and I realised hmm, that there's a bit of money behind the unless in those days, not what it's like now, but certainly in those days you need quite a lot of money behind it unless you were brilliant. Yeah. Because if you were brilliant, then there's done money at you to do it while you were living, you know. What was it like to be not brilliant all of a sudden? I think it was a bit of a chase now. I think it was more the fact that it resolved itself into the fact that I wasn't then going to be a barrister. And <laughs> here comes this joke number one. I didn't want to do something as boring as being a solicitor, so I became an accountant instead. <laughs> do you remember E.L. Wisty? Yes. Sitting on his bench saying, I could have been a judge, been, but yeah. I never had the Latin. Never had the Latin yeah.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.